You are now entering the Bronx. Your hosts are the intrepid and all-knowing Jason T. Gaffney and the insipid and unknowing Kevin Held. Join these two buddies as they explore history and find the bright side in shitty things. Hello. Hello. You're on the bright side with Kevin and Jason. I'm your co-host, Kevin Held. And I'm your other co-host, Jason T. Gaffney. <laughs> and how are you, Steve? <laughs> I don't even know where that came from. I don't either, but now you have three syllables in your name. Gaffany. I became like a southerner, how they add all the syllables to everything. It was like your knee was a politician and made some horrible mistake. (laughs) You mean like all of the Republicans in the Rust Belt? (laughs) Yes, like that. (laughs) But not as catastrophic for the rest of us. Uh, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. You seem good. You seem a little uh, loopy today. I am a little loopy. I am a big fan of it. I had a little bit of sugar today, oh. which is not normal for me, no, and I did isn't. 400 push-ups, so <laughs> my blood is, like, circulating, <laughs> and so, like, the sugar is like, nah. That's so funny. I did 400 push-ups. You did? Oh, well, over the span of my entire life. Sure. <laughs> You've done 400. Approximately. I think I'm almost there. I did one workout with you, and you did at least... 200 push-ups during that workout. Oh, so yeah, that was the 200, and and <laughs> when I count the rest of my life, I've probably done around another two. I love that. I hate push-ups. I don't like them, but they make my chest look oh so delicious. <laughs> so if I do say so myself, I'm not gonna lie. I feel really good about my pecs right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can say that. Anybody who is capable of doing 400 push-ups in I know, less than a year should has probably got some definition it's there. Under an hour. Oh my god. I do a set of fifty, and then I take three minutes to rest, then another set of fifty, I do that four times, and then I do that eight times with uh what had just happened. Oh sorry, I had fallen asleep and my head hit the desk. <laughs> sorry. Boo. Go ahead, please. I was listening. Boo. I was it's not you. I was I'm just so tired from other things. And then I have rice protein. It's so what sugar. sugar did you have? I had, you know, those little candies that old people always have. Were there's originals? No, but I love those. Yeah, uh, the ones that are like strawberries and they have like little goo inside. Oh yeah, it's like the ones that you never know where they come from. Yeah, I found them. They're at the dollar store. <laughs> oh, 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 you have for how many? I got a whole bag. Oh, for a dollar? Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. Okay, everybody, them. penny candy still exists. Yeah, it's that disgusting shit. It's so good. No, what's the goo? I don't know what the goo is. Nobody knows. That's my point. Why would you eat it? I don't get Well, I'm happy. Okay. It makes me happy. All right. It's probably crack. (laughs) You are going to crash so hard. I can't wait. I hope it happens during the episode. I (laughs) seriously do. Mid-episode, I'm just like, I just don't care anymore. It was a tragedy. And then in 1880, fuck this. (laughs) People suck. Yes, they sure do. (laughs) They just do. All right. How are you? I'm great. It's cold. It's yeah. cold, it's overcast, it's been a perfect day for me. It's delightful. Yeah, absolutely. It's delicious. It's, it's del- lovely. Ah. Oh. <laughs> you say that it's like it's some kind of in-joke. It's, it's a song. Not, I know it's a song. <laughs> I'm so excited that you knew it's a Broadway a song. <laughs> I know a lot of Broadway songs. Just have me, let me have this moment. Okay. Papa, can you hear me? Yes! <laughs> yes, I've been listening for the past hour. Go to bed! <laughs> 
That's my other favorite thing to do is to listen to Broadway songs and then answer them. Oh. Or like, you know the song, this girl is on fire. Yeah. I like to sing it and then go like, guys, why is no one helping? She's on fire. Someone put her out. (laughs) That's a Rihanna song, is it not? No, it's Alicia Keys. Oh, never mind then. Oh. I had a Rihanna story. I don't have an Alicia Keys story. I talked to her on Except the phone Except to once. say, well, that's better than my story. So what? <laughs> what? what <laughs> why did you talk to Alicia Keys? I can't remember which tragedy it was in the country, but they were doing some giant, like, celebrities answer the phones and you donate money. Uh-huh. And I called and she answered. And I was like, yeah. She herself answered? Yeah. That was the point. You call and a celebrity answers. Really? Yeah. And it's like a telethon thing. Wow. And I was like, yes, Alicia Keys. Amazing. Mm-hmm. So you gave Alicia Keys money. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I made it rain. So she kind of worked $20. For <laughs> I didn't have a lot. I was young. I did it all in nickels. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the people that pay their, like, parking fines and only pennies? Y- yes. Oh, yes. And they bring wheelbarrows and yes. shit. Yes. Those people are assholes. Just don't park please. there. Yeah. That's the thing. <laughs> Like, you think you're getting one over on the man or something. Just don't park illegally. Enjoy my pennies. Maybe. And then, and also, maybe don't burden the person at the clerk's <laughs> office who had no part in giving you the fucking ticket that you deserved in the yeah. first place for parking illegally. I just like the idea of them being like... It's a like, little pet peeve of mine. Of them being like, eat copper, coppers. <laughs> like and the cop's like, shows what you know. Pennies are mostly made of zinc. <laughs> Boom. Boom. That's a zinc zinger. Don't look at me that disappointed. I wasn't disappointed. Okay, you are disappointed in me. I'm disappointed in myself. I'm proud of you. Oh, thanks, Dad. Uh, Whoa, where'd that come from? (laughs) Uh, So we're going to need a therapist to come join us on the next episode. (laughs) If you specialize in daddy issues and are a twink, call me. (laughs) Papa, can you hear me? Go to bed. Papa, do you love me? Oh. No. Oh. Shall we jump in today? Shall we talk about the bright spot? I want to hear it. All right. You, Jason T. Gaffney, might be wondering why I haven't mentioned your birthday yet, but it's because your birthday is our bright spot. Oh. It's Jason T. Gaffney's birthday, everybody. I give him a lot of <laughs> shit for, you know... Reminding me every episode when his birthday is. But hey, it bored its way in there, all right? So I know when his birthday is. And his birthday is today. Yay! Happy birthday, Jason! Yay, thank you! And that's the bright spot because you bring so much brightness to my life. Oh, thank you. That's right. You are absolutely the bright spot. Oh, that makes me me. feel blushy. Well, good. You're the bright spot, Jason T. Gaffney. And uh, to celebrate the bright spot... I brought this uh, for you, and you have to open it on the air. It's so heavy. It's heavy. Should I open the Descri- card? You probably have to describe it to people. Okay, And so yes, you should open the card. There's first. a card, and I'm opening the card. Mm-hmm. You can hear it. Perfect. Oh, I'm struggling. I did 400 push-ups. Oh, shut up. I mean, <laughs> yay, it's your day. <laughs> oh, I, it's a Disney card <laughs> with a lot of princesses on it. I yeah. love it. It's got Ariel, Jasmine, and Cinderella, three mm. of my favorites. Yes. It says, it's your special day, wish big, and be you. Yes. <laughs> Princess. <laughs> Have a birthday, princess. It's your birthday, princess. Now, what does the card say? Do you want me to read all of it? Sure, yes. You definitely have to read this part. So it says, 
happy birthday to my pretty, pretty, uh, perennial, perky, practically perfect pasta-preparing podcast partner. Yay! I love it. You better know your P word. Well, it's true, and that's who you are. You don't have to read that part over oh, okay. There. That's just, that's just what fucking card. Disney wrote. Fuck them. Oh. <laughs> we don't have the right stuff. Okay, no. so now I'm going to open up the... Uh, no, oh, yeah. Oh. The, this one you have to wait on. Okay, that one I have to and wait on. And then you can go ahead with those. Right okay. There. It's got a beautiful um, kind of candy cane yeah. uh, tissue paper. In a lovely pink bag. It's a lovely pink bag with white triangles. Uh-huh. Um, ah. <gasps> I love it! What is it? It's different types of pasta! Not only that, keep going! Oh keep my going! God. Egg noodles and, and gnocchi. Oh my god, <laughs> it's so much pasta! Uh, oh my god, it's got, uh, I've got... Uh, farfalle. Farfalle. Rotini. Um, there is tortellini. There's, I think, chickpea pasta. Yep. Oh, my goodness. It's called bonza. Oh, uh-huh. there is tortellini. Yep. Oh, there's, like, elbow, God. and there's spaghetti, and there's angel hair, and there's, oh, what, penne as well? This is, the like, point the is, dream. It's all the pastas. It's such a dream. Yeah, I could have taken... See, I could have taken you out to dinner, but I've just fed you for, like, four weeks. I can't. I'm so happy. You don't even understand. My favorite dish is when I make chicken in the sauce. <laughs> this is, like... You can add chicken to any of those. Best present ever. <laughs> I didn't get the I'm chicken. Kevin a uh, hug now. Yay, happy, happy birthday. birthday. Thank you. <laughs> All right, and this is the creme de la creme. This is the creme de la creme. Yes, oh this is goodness. very special. Okay, this, this is part. This part's very special. The last part. A little more candy cane tissue paper. And this is... Hey! <laughs> <laughs> what a bitch! <laughs> what is it? He bought me smoked salmon. It's smoked. <laughs> <laughs> I can't eat this. Yes, you can. You can take this to your allergist's office. <laughs> 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 I got it for you. I tell you what, you watch Doctor Who, I'll eat the smoked salmon at my allergist's office. You are fucking on. <laughs> but you have to report I will. multiple episodes in right. multiple seasons I will. before I eat this. I sure will. If it means you will take that to your allergist's office and start to learn about the wonder that is salmon. salmon. Where's the date on this? It doesn't. It's smoked. It's fine. Oh, it's smoked. Does that mean it's good forever? Yes. Oh. It's good forever. That seems really not true. There's no expiration date. <laughs> I am kind of happy so no you eat it, you will me, not expire. No one's ever bought me salmon before. You're right. the first person to ever buy me salmon. Who's bought you a ton of pasta before? Uh, no one's ever bought me a ton of <laughs> pasta, but you're not the first pasta person. <laughs> but I've never gotten a bag of pasta. All right, well, you can take this to your allergist's office yeah. and eat it in front of him. It's going to be a weird scene, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm going to record it. But you should record it. <laughs> And definitely gonna, do some audio recording I'm for us. Definitely gonna put this. Oh, it's and now it's part of the backdrop of the studio. Yeah. Good, good. We'll, we'll but I'm serious. You have to take it to your next. Appointment. I'm excited about it. I'm excited for you. <laughs> anyway, you're the bright spot. Happy birthday! Thank you. <laughs> Yay! I feel very loved right now. Good. Well, I love you, and oh. many, many people do. Thank you so much. So happy birthday! Let's talk about what we're talking about today, Jason T. Gaffney. All right. Well, what you got for me. Today's episode is in honor of women everywhere. Hey, all right. Because this year is arguably the year of women. And, the year uh, of the woman. Yeah, and I am so... Which one? I it's thought it Alexandria was Ocasio-Cortez. <laughs> yeah. We answered it. I love it. <laughs> well, I love all women, and I, I love that women are fighting back and standing up for themselves. You love all women. Well, that can't be true. Women are individuals. You can't love all women. I don't love all women. Okay, there you got you go. me. I love most women. <laughs> Some women are awful. Yeah. <laughs> 
Correct. Yes. <laughs> Factual statement. <laughs> but um, so what we're going to talk about today mm-hmm. is a little bit of philosophy. Great. Astronomy. Oh. Maths. Wow. I came, I saw, I conquered. Okay, Veni Vidi Vici. Friends, Romans, lend me your ears. Sure, that's Shakespeare. Have you figured it out yet? No. Well, I mean, we're talking about Rome. We're going to talk about Hypatia. I have no idea who that is. <laughs> she is known. I am, What a surprise. I never figured it out. I've never heard that name in my goddamn life. Is that a flower? Okay, I didn't even know about this until one of my good friends, Sylvia Beatty Alcala, told me about this. And Thank you, Sylvia. I looked up Hypatia, and I was like... What a badass bitch. Really? She is so awesome. Awesome, cool. She is so in charge of her life, and she is known as the first female mathematician and scientist. Great. Okay. I'm sure there were people before her, but we don't have the history of it. No, there were not. Because uh, we did a good job of erasing all (laughs) women from history. So we done fucked up. But Hypatia is Uh so fucking awesome that they could not erase her. Wow. She was born sometime between... 350 A.D. and 370 A.D. Okay. I'm not sure if she was born in Alexandria, Egypt, but our heroine lived there for most, if not all, her life. Alexandria, Egypt. Yeah. Okay. Which was a part of the Roman Empire back then. The Holy Roman Empire. Correct. So uh, let's learn a quick Snapchat of uh, Alexandria. A Snapchat of Alexandria? You mean Snapchat? No, I'm trying to be hip with the kids. (laughs) (laughs) The best way to be hip is to... <laughs> transpose app names onto words that you're actually trying to say. <laughs> Let's grinder this. <laughs> Amazing. All right. It was founded in 331 BC, mm-hmm. and people fell in love with it right away. They're like, this city is awesome. <laughs> okay. Well, okay, to be specific, scholars fell in love with it. Oh. So educated people were like, I do like this. Okay. <laughs> So, uh, before long, it would uh, have a museum, a university, which had the Library of Alexandria Mm -hmm. with over 500,000 scrolls in it. Wow. And it was the place you had to be. Absolutely. To get the best education. You should have sugar every episode. (laughs) It's like my go-go juice. What's that? (laughs) Honey boo-boo? I'll holla for a dollar. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay. Julius Caesar, however, would conquer the city in 48 BC. And when he did, he accidentally burned down the great library of Alexandria. Oops. He was, and he re- accidentally? Yeah. I don't think he meant you to. Accident Well, I understand what an accident is. But <laughs> how do you accidentally burn down a library? Well, I didn't I think he wanted to keep that. He wanted that knowledge sure. and he's like the fire is spreading. Stop it. Oh. oh bye. Damn. Next time not so many celebratory fireworks, you guys. Yeah. We won. We didn't need to burn it all down. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yay, I conquered the city that I destroyed also. Yeah. <laughs> it's a steaming pile of ash. <laughs> but it's mine. Yeah, it's my steaming pile of ash. <laughs> so it would be rebuilt afterwards, the Library of Alexandria, but the scrolls and papers were basically lost for good. Yeah. They paper burned. being notoriously <laughs> flammable. Sure. <laughs> the papers are on fire. Well, that's what paper does when you expose it to flame. I didn't know that. <laughs> well, what someone... kind of scholar are you? So the scrolls that did survive the fire, however, would be moved Made to... of rubber. That's I how know. they discovered rubber. I know. <laughs> you can pee on it and it won't go through. <laughs> so the scrolls would be moved to the Temple of Serapis, hmm. uh, which was both a temple and a museum. 
Alexandria would remain a part of the Roman Empire for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Right? So in 364 AD, the Roman Empire would fall apart and fracture into two halves. Alexandria would understandably, based on its location, go to the eastern portion of the Roman Empire. Okay. So there was like a western empire and a Ro- an eastern. Okay. So back to Hypatia. Okay, sure. Many of her biggest achievements are said to have been lost over history, but here are some of the things that have survived. She was such a badass that even her lesser-known stuff is, like, pretty cool. Some of this is even some of her good stuff. Awesome. So, good. Some of this is good. Yeah. Uh, so, we've gone all out for you, our listeners. <laughs> so she wrote a commentary on Diophantus' mega series of 13 books, Arithmetica. Oh, yeah. Yeah, big deal. Absolutely. Arithmetica, that was a, that was a blockbuster series before <laughs> Harry Potter. It's just people saying one plus one is two. Two plus two is four. It's riveting. Yeah. So Diophantus is hailed as basically the father of algebra. Okay. So if you have an issue with algebra, that would make sense. Cause you have daddy <gasps> then you issues. have daddy issues. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so she wrote a commentary on the, these books and mm-hmm. stuff. And the reason that it survived is that the books were really popular. And they were also intermingled with Diophantus' own words at the beginning of the book. So, like, in history, women's stuff was kind of erased, oh. but because her stuff was intermingled with his, oh. they couldn't figure out which was hers and which was his. Oh. So we still don't know quite which was hers and which was his, and so suddenly it was like, well, we can't erase her, which is good. I'm glad we didn't which erase her. Which is a her. shame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, there's also a good theory that she edited the text of Almagest by Claudius Ptolemy. I, I saw the movie. Oh, yeah. This was uh, all about the movement of the stars and the planets, etc. Oh, yeah. I didn't look up much more about it because it was really complicated. And we're talking about Hypatia, not Claudius's book. Well, you can see the movie. It's Event Horizon. Oh. They, they, it was loosely adapted. Okay. <laughs> they also know that she personally made some of the great inventions of the day. She didn't invent them necessarily, mm-hmm. but she did make them, which was really complicated. Okay. One of the first was astrolabes, which is a device that looks super cool and can tell you where you are based on how the sky looks. Oh. Kind of like the stars and stuff. Oh, sure. And uh, Like celestial navigation aid? Yeah, that and like where the sun is and where the blah blah and all sure, that. You sure. know, mumbo-jumbo science. Not hard to know where the sun is, just first of all. Well, don't look into it. I'm looking at you, Trump. <laughs> and, uh, she also yeah, don't look too directly at him either. Yeah, they if made... you don't want to harm yourself. <laughs> she also made things called hydrometers, which basically told you how to measure liquid via buoyancy. Mm-hmm. I really don't understand how it works, but I'm like, work, Hypatia. I don't understand it either, which means that this woman was smarter than both of us 1,500 years ago. She's a genius. Absolutely. Fantastic. She is just baller. Yeah. Like, I'm already in love with her, right? Yeah, me too. So we're... I'm falling in love. I'm, you did the report, but I'm I'm, I'm, yes. I'm getting that. I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm ready for the series. Mm-hmm. I'm already ready for my lead in the series. We're good to go. <laughs> it's greenlit. Great. Are, uh, you, are you her? Yeah. <laughs> You're going to be her? I'm, no, I'm not going to uh, uh, That's not the lead in the series. the women. That's the lead in the series, yeah. Hypatia. No, I'm going to be the... I'm You're going to do it in drag. I'm going to be one of the guys. Okay. I'll be a guy. Sure. Um, one of the guys trying to erase her? Cool. No, one of the guys who shit her. There, no, there's plenty of guys that liked her. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me in my pasta alone. Sorry. Maybe they just wallow. I really want you to take a bite of the salmon. Not right now. I know, I, I'm not a doctor. I don't want to die. <laughs> all right, so she was also super, super respected and loved by all the locals. And okay. she would teach many, many people. Cool. She was like, I'm smart, but I'm not going to be a dick and hide it from you. I'm going to teach. Oh, 
Yeah. Nice. She sang that every day. Uh, that's wonderful. <laughs> I have it on good authority that right. that's exactly how and what she sang. Man, she could have gone viral with she... that kind of thing. Have you, seen, <laughs> have you seen the kids with, like, you can choose your hug or high five or handshake I or whatever? I love that. She oh. was doing that 2,000 years ago. Basically. Yeah, except that she had her own spin on it. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm sure that you're thinking, how in the hell, when women were not respected nearly as much as they are now, Mm -hmm. even though we still have a long way to go, people, did Hypatia manage to become a superstar? You are wrong. I was thinking about a penis. A penis? Mm Mm-hmm. Which penis? I'm not telling you. (laughs) A specific one. But I just wasn't thinking that. But but do. I mean, I'm interested. Tell me more. (laughs) But you're wrong. I wasn't thinking that. Well, congratulations to the penis that Kevin was thinking of. We're going to get back to Hypatia. (laughs) I don't think it's listening. (laughs) You don't know. She was born to Theon of Alexandria, okay. who was himself a mathematician. He apparently had a very, very popular school for a long time from back in the day. He mm-hmm. was like, I'm really, really smart. But it was a performing arts school. <laughs> it was super ironic. <laughs> They're like, I don't get this poem. It's just one plus one is two, and two plus two is four. You have to feel it. He invented the haiku. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, he was hailed as a major player in maths back in the day. Maths? Did That's... you say it the British way? Yeah. Maths? Yeah. Why did you say that? Because it's plural. Okay, but it has a T and an H and an S in it. Why would you do that to yourself? Because it's fun. It's Yay! fun to make the listeners cringe every maths. time I say an S. <laughs> um, so he was the mathematician. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so nowadays historians are like, actually, what he did was pretty basic. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm All like, right, Stephen Hawking, yeah. calm down. Hey, this was 2,000 years ago, fucker. Yeah. Like, Jesus give Christ. him a little bit of credit. Right. He basically invented the fucking wheel. Wow. All right. The biggest thing that he's known for is that he basically fixed up the math book's elements by Euclid. He fixed oh. a ton of errors from the 700 years that people were copying the work over and over again. Oh, so he oh. kind of like was like, that's wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong, that's a typo. Fix, 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 fix. Oh, wow. Which allowed more people to learn math. The correct way, as opposed to people who are like, 2 plus 5 is 20, because of a typo. Which might be true in Sumeria. We don't know. Probably not true, but... No, it's not true. Theon was also a philosopher, Mm -hmm. and he would pride himself in teaching a more unadulterated version of Neoplatonism. This is cool. It's kind of a spoiler alert for those people who haven't... Who are, you know, reading the books or waiting until the last one comes out, but... Uh, we thought Theon was just a super uh, cowardly guy in Game of Thrones, but turns out he's going to be a philosopher. <laughs> so much. I'm glad to see that he's really turning his life around after so much shit happened to him. I forgot there's saying. a character in Game of Thrones named Theon. Well, I yeah, and, and, but it's, it's nice to know he's going to have a happy ending. Well. And so what kind of philosopher was he? Uh, Neoplatonism. Oh, so like new Plato... Yeah, kind of. And it's basically a form of philosophy that we all come from the one. Sure. Everything comes from the one. Okay. So Theon Mm -hmm. um, also... (laughs) I can't now think about him without that face, but cool. So Theon from Game of Thrones Mm -hmm. was also the last member of the Temple of Therapis. Okay. That I mentioned earlier. Okay. That, the temple that was housing the last scrolls of the Library of Alexandria. In Ah. case you've forgotten. Got it. Got it. So, okay. Sadly, historians know basically nothing about Hypatia's mother, because Hypatia was basically one of the first badass women to take on the world by storm to this Uh point, 
and where we couldn't ignore or forget her, but her mother, for some pe- reason, people were like, we don't care about her. Right. don't care anything about the woman that helped make the first badass woman. No. I'm like, I care. I want to know her name. I, well, too bad. So I'm going to call her June. Great. Are you calling her that because of The Handmaid's Tale? No. Okay. Is that a thing in The Handmaid's Tale? That's the name of the main lady in The Handmaid's Tale. I haven't watched that. It's too <gasps> real. I'll watch it once Trump and gone. Okay. <laughs> I can't handle it right now. Okay. All right. So so June. So we know nothing about June. We know nothing about June. Great. However, thank you. <laughs> Hypatia would grow up to be a neoplatonist and a pagan, which was common back then. Yeah. In fact, it is believed that Theon wanted to raise her to become a perfect person. There we go. And he would teach his daughter all that he knew from an early age. And as a result, they were really close to each other. Hmm. They were like really, really like she did not have daddy issues. No, she um, had daddy joy. <laughs> so to why, get, why is that weird? I don't know. It just sounded. It's only weird if you have daddy issues. Creepy. It, Hi, you, I'm Daddy Joy. Yeah, I'm here to bring you joy. <laughs> okay, I see it now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so together they would spend time searching for answers to problems that people didn't know the answers to. Mm-hmm. So before long, Hypatia would fall in love with math and science. Mm-hmm. And so she was like, I'm going to do this. So she fell in love with maths. Yes. But only she fell in love with the singular science. Which one? There's, it's not sciences. It's science. Sure, it's sciences. No, we don't, you don't study call, sciences. You don't go to the College of Arts and Science. Yes, it is. You go to the College of Arts and Sciences. Right. It's not art and science, is it? There's lots of arts. There's lots of sciences. Well, she studies there's lots of math. Just one science. Fine. Which one? I don't know. Astrology, I think. <laughs> and philosophy. That's two. Ah. <laughs> it also helped that it is believed that she had access to all those lovely scrolls in the Temple of Serapis, sure. thanks to her father, okay. which really, really helped her education, made her real smart. Mm-hmm. She's like, my daddy's really smart, and he teaches me, and I get to read scrolls, and I'm awesome. You sound like an awesome lady. Yeah. Sure. She, she, you know you're an awesome lady when you start a sentence with, my daddy. <laughs> <laughs> it's all I know. I only know my daddy. I love it. All right. So. <laughs> she would go to the temple, and they'd be like, you can't come in here. And she'd be like, do you have any idea who my dad is? Yeah, I will call him right now via this page. I am a badass woman. Yeah. And you have to let me in here. Yeah. I will kick you in your testes. I need to talk to your manager right now. Spoiler, it's my dad. Yeah. (laughs) So, before long, Hypatia would surpass her father, uh, the teacher, with her knowledge. Wow. And from what I can tell, the and from student what... student becomes the master. I know! She grabbed the fly out of the hand. Ooh. And from what I can tell, basically, from every historian, he was totally fine with it and mm. wasn't threatened at all. Mm. I'm serious. He really was totes cool with it. He That's was like, great. I love that my daughter is smart. I, I love that, too. Yeah. Well done, uh, Theon. Theon. Yeah. I had to clarify, because as a lot of times I will say something and then be like, just kidding. Yeah. This time I'm serious. It's awesome that he had a daughter at all after being castrated like that. <laughs> So, all right. But um, he turned out to be kind of a badass guy. Yeah. yeah so, it. Theon also, while teaching his daughter, Hypatia, would help form a daily exercise regiment for her to keep her body in tip-top shape, hmm. which in return would keep her mind in tip-top shape. 
because if she was healthy, her mind could focus on her studies. There we go. So they were like, you gonna do the push-up? You gonna do the math? Push-up math. Push-up math. Push-up math. Yeah. I love that for you, all exercise is push-ups. Because you did, like... Because for you, all exercise is push-ups. And running. <laughs> I, I squat occasionally. Oh, that's nice. I do like I'm sure my, you do. I want my glutes to be bubbly. Okay. For the world. For the world. For the world. You only exercise to keep your mind sharp. Yeah. Sure. And my dick. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so, all right. It seems like Theon was pretty woke. Yeah. Well, he here's the best part. He also taught her how to talk to all kinds of people mm-hmm. and how to use her words to convince people that what she was talking about was good and right. Mm. And basically, she became a master of the spoken word. Hello. And in addition to that... Don't tell me she was a beat poet or some crap. <laughs> she was like... Well, if done. she does slam poetry, I'm leaving right now. She's like, Alexandria <laughs> is home, study, learning, running, dad issues. Alexandria burning, 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 <laughs> knowledge, burning for knowledge. <laughs> okay. so That's as much as I can take of that, even making fun of it. <laughs> so in addition to all the oration studies that he taught her, uh-huh. he taught her how to like basically teach. So after Theon was done, she could take the baton and keep going. Okay. Because he was like, you're so fucking smart, you've got to share this with the now world. Now you have to go teach oral to everyone. Yes. So you're going to go down here, you're going to cup the balls <laughs> like wow. so. Don't you teach oral to everyone. Please don't teach oral to anyone. <laughs> at least do it when you're alone here at the house. Look, all this recording <laughs> equipment is at your house, okay? Do it when I'm not here. <laughs> do your own thing. All right. So there is actually speculation that one of Theon's books, book three of Almagest, mm-hmm. which basically said that the Earth was the center of the universe, was actually written by Hypatia herself. So we're not going to discuss the fact that she was totally wrong about no, that? No, no, no. It, And actually, <laughs> it would later be contested by Galileo Great, cool. and all that. Yeah. We know that the theory was wrong, but back then, that was the best they could do back then. It was sure. a theory. And it was pretty awesome that she was writing a book with her dad. Yeah. Like, oh, well, you've written a I've book written with, with your dad. dad. <laughs> I'm Hypatia! <laughs> this role was meant for me. You are not going to play Hypatia. You just said you weren't going to. Push up math. You Push really up math. mean to. <laughs> you are Hypatia. I'm the, I'm like the gay version of Hypatia. Oh, my God. I'm Hygatia. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hygatia. Oh, no. Yes. Oh, wow. Come ye, come ye. I'm here to teach you all. You're Hygatia like Scarlett Johansson was. <laughs> <laughs> in that ghost in the machine. I will never take someone's role when it is not meant for me. Um, all right. So Theon would also teach Hypatia all about the many religions that lived in the city of Alexandria. Right. And that, so that she could know to be pagan and like, yeah. get rid of all of them. Well, basically, there were a ton of pagans from the Roman Empire, but uh-huh. there was also a very large Jewish population and the new Christianity was starting to take over the empire. Have you heard of this new Jew? New Jew? Yeah, there's a new Jew. Woo-hoo-hoo. Christ. Oh, yeah. Jews for Jesus. <laughs> and uh, Yeah, well, the disciples were the first Jews for Jesus. I know. All right. So basically, Christianity has taken over the empire, and mm-hmm. they were, like, really infiltrating the city hardcore. Mm-hmm. And now I can think, all I can think about is Game of Thrones when, uh, what's her name? Mother of Dragons yeah. with her city. Khaleesi. And, it, like, they try to, like, steal it from her, and she's like, I kill you all. Mm-hmm. And I'm not caught up. But anyway, <laughs> I just know that part. 
Ah. And I'm like, you better Why work. Why aren't you caught up? Because it's stressful and I have to watch it alone because Matt can't watch it. I can only watch it Why can watch it? Because it's too violent. Oh. I like all of it, including the violent stuff. Sure. Because it's well choreographed and I respect so the actors. Yeah. But I like... I'm like, I breathe a sigh of relief when we get to just nakedness. I'm like, oh, thank God. I can just chill out for a second and not be worried someone's going to get stabbed. I can't imagine not being caught up on that show if you're a fan of that show. I can't imagine it. It's hard, but I... Yeah. uh... Okay. All right. So so at this time, there were a lot of problems with all the different religions coexisting with each other in this city. (laughs) At Um, least we've fixed that. (laughs) In fact, around the 390s, there was a whole bunch of religious riots and fights that would break out. Okay. We will come back to this later. All right. Trust me. It's gonna be a big deal. Okay. All right. All right. Great. First. I love a nice religious riot. I now want to talk about how baller and how much of a badass Hypatia was as a teacher. Okay, cool. Okay. So at this time, when Hypatia was teaching. You're such a nerd. I love that. I love I'm it. I'm so excited. Yeah. So Alexandria was the second best place to learn philosophy. Okay. It was only second to Athens. Oh, I was Athens the Hallmark would like, Channel. Uh, Nobody wants to watch the same fucking 20 Christmas movies with the same fucking two actors. Speak for your goddamn self. My husband watches everyone. He's part of the problem. I know he is part of the problem. In every way, he's part of the problem. (laughs) (laughs) I love you, Nick. I love you also, Nick. Watch (laughs) something else. But watch something else, please, God. Please. Anyway, so being the second best place to go didn't stop giant crowds from seeking her out, though. Okay. They were like, Hypatia, Hypatia, Hypatia. She was like Evita. Hypatia, Hypatia. (laughs) People of Alexandria, I give to you Hypatia. So, <laughs> I knew Alexandria, oh the place God. to learn all the math. Wow. <laughs> all right. So, basically, anybody. Another toga and another scroll. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And the scholars kept rolling in, in from every side. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay, we're done. We're done. We have to be done with this. <laughs> Okay. Pray so, you fools, but you got it wrong. <laughs> I'm scared you. Let's hear right. what Hypatia's tour. <laughs> wow. It was a scholarly success. I love it. She brings her words okay. and orator skills. Sorry, right, I'm serious. Now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anybody who was anybody uh-huh. was there watching her speak. Okay. Eloquently and with a brain that was as sharp as a tack. Okay. Literally, she'd talk and people would be like, ow. And some perky bosoms. I'm bleeding. Actually, they talk about that. We'll get there. Oh, cool. Yeah. The philosopher Damascius, who would become known as the last of the Neoplatonists, uh-huh. would later write about her, quote, Donning the robe of a scholar, the lady made appearances around the center of the city, expounding in public to those willing to listen on Plato or Aristotle. Hmm. And if that was not enough, she was also teaching a ton of people from her home, and she would teach them all sorts of things, including how to make that awesome astrolabe device. Uh-huh. Also uh, scones. She didn't teach him how to make scones. <laughs> he said all sorts of things. So, fun fact about the astrolabe is that it would be used until the 19th century. That's really? how fucking cool and useful it was. Wow. It was like anybody who was anybody who needed to know anything about anything with the stars had this. I had an astrolabe. Yeah. Everyone who's anyone uses an astrolabe. What is that? A sextant? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's so last year. And it's 1612. <laughs> <laughs> So Hypatia would never marry, uh-huh. and from what we are led to believe, she never even had sex. 
Whoa. She valued her being a virgin, and she also valued Plato's ideas, which was that we needed to get rid of the family system. I mean, everyone is free to make their own choices, but it makes me sad that that body went to waste. You don't even know what her body was like. You said she exercised all the time. She did. She was basically, I picture her as Gina Davis. Oh my God, I love Gina Davis so much. (laughs) Oh, she is the actress that I wish would come back. So that's who I'm picturing as, as, uh, I'm sorry that I recast this, but that's who I'm picturing like as the, as an archer. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. Gina Davis, if you're listening to this, I love you. You are like my first gay icon. Gina Davis, if you're listening uh, to this, we're way more popular than we thought we were. Yeah. <laughs> Please at me. I will literally die. I will run then in the room, please, eat the salmon, and just die. Please don't at him then. <laughs> okay. I don't want you to die. Oh, you're my you. meal ticket. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm glad to be worth something. <laughs> All right. So, if I had to guess, it was that she was a fucking smart woman. Yeah. And she didn't want to risk getting pregnant and then being forced to marry a man who might stop her from doing things like teaching and being independent. Huh. So, she was like, you know what? I'm just going to put the kibosh on it all yeah. right I'm thinking, here. what about the poop hole loophole? You can't get pregnant up your butt. They probably don't know that. Oh, my God. Yeah. All this time. All those men were thinking, I might get pregnant. They might have. Yeah. I might get pregnant. No, I don't butt. think it follows but that men thought babies. that they might be, get pregnant. But, but babies. Okay. All right. I'm making a baby All right. with my butt. All right. <laughs> All right. So it's also possible that she was a lesbian. Okay. But nobody in the history books or articles even talk about that. Right. It's also possible she was asexual. Yeah. We don't know. We don't. Either way, it was her choice, and mm-hmm. she stuck to her choices, and I'm glad. She kept she, her slamming yeah. body to herself. It's her body. It's her choice. Mm-hmm. Keep your laws off her body. Yeah. Keep mm-hmm. your 21st century opinions off of her. Looking at you, Kavanaugh. Whoa. So one thing is for sure. Mm-hmm. She was never married and never had kids. Whatever her okay. deal was. Okay. So that being said, she was apparently super hot. Great. Which I mean, she's like fucking smart as fuck. Yeah, I've seen Which Gina is Davis. hot in yeah. its own right. Right? Okay. Like being smart is really fucking sexy. Yep. But then you have to guess, as you said before, like that she's physically in tip-top shape because of the exercises and stuff. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the philosopher I talked about earlier, uh, Damascius, would later write that she was, quote, exceedingly beautiful and fair of form. Mm -hmm. Nothing else talks about how she looks, which I kind of am okay with this because people are always worried about how women look like, right? Rather than their brains. So I'm glad that she's predominantly remembered for being the amazing teacher that she was and not just hot. All right. Which is kind of yes. cool. Like, when you think about it. I'm down with that. Yeah. For sure. Because, like, remember that photo shoot with Jennifer Lawrence where all the men were in, No, like... because I am I am gender blind. Okay, well... <laughs> anyway, there's a photo shoot with Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence. I'll take your word for it. She's wearing this, like, really revealing dress. Mm-hmm. And then these guys are wearing, like, winter coats because it's cold as fuck and they're on a roof. Yeah. And she had to look hot and they, they got to be comfortable. Uh-huh. And I'm like, or That's she wrong. could wear a coat, too. She sure could yeah. have. She could have. Yeah. All right. So that being said... I don't know. I'm also fashion blind, so I don't know. <laughs> so there's a great story with her hotness, right? Great. Where she would <laughs> often be proposed to by her students... Okay. ...and other contemporaries in the field, and she would always reject them. Okay. Every single time. Sure. Okay. So one time, however, when a man who often came to her lectures fell for her, mm-hmm. he attempted to date her. And she's like, I don't really want to. Mm-hmm. And then, and then she's like, you know what? I'll play the liar to calm you down and to calm your sex drive down mm-hmm. and just be nice to you. And he was like, no, thanks. I'd rather have sex with you. The liar, like the loot. The yeah, liar. yeah. She's not pretending to be a liar. No, no, no. Right. No, no. So her response to I'd rather have sex with you from yeah. the guy, 
She said, not a chance in hell. Whoa. <laughs> then she would show him her menstrual rags, oh. which were filled with menstruation blood, <coughs> and apparently said, quote, this is what you really love, my young man, but you do not love beauty for its own sake. And then she threw it at him. What? <laughs> <laughs> wow. She was like, get the fuck out. That would definitely, you know, do it. Well, that would, that would end it for me. Yeah, well, he, and so it did. He, he was turned off quickly and he never returned. Mm-hmm. Me- message loud and clear. But here's the thing. It's so fucking sad to me that women can't just say no and have men respect it and leave. Sure. They have to throw their fucking menstrual rags at them. Well, they don't have to. But it's It's, wonderful when they do. It seems like it seems like they might have to. Yeah, well, she had to. Yeah. So, all right. So basically, she's a superstar woman who's going out all the time in the public and teaching the masses with giant lectures. Right. Okay. Pagans and Christians alike would show up and loved her. Mm -hmm. She was tolerant of all religions that weren't hers, and as a result, all religions loved her. For the most part. Wow. All right. So remember how I told you that all different religions got up on arms with each other? Yes. Let's get back to that. Let's get back to the religion riots. Absolutely. Okay. So in 391 AD, during one of the skirmishes between the religions, Archbishop Theophilus, also known as the Patriarch of Alexandria uh-huh. or Pope. Oh. I guess semi-pope. He was like a semi-pope. A semi-pope. Yeah. Sure. He was following orders from someone else. There were occasionally rival popes. Yeah. It's fine with me. He he was basically following orders, and he burned down and tore down all the pagan temples to replace them with churches. Not a very good pope if he's following orders. Come on. If you're the pope, give them. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Why would you be pope then? Yeah. What's the point? What's the point of the pope? Everybody has a boss except the pope. His boss is imaginary, so it's like, he's the boss. Come on. <laughs> exactly. All right. So she was known to be a pagan, right? Mm-hmm. And Theophilus knew this, too. But he apparently was fine with her continuing the teachings, so she was left alone. Mm-hmm. And it wouldn't be until Theophilus's successor, his nephew, Cyril, mm-hmm. would come into play that things would get a bit sticky. Mm-hmm. You see, she was so beloved by the elite of Alexandria yeah. that she was ignored by Theophilus because he, right. she's like, I don't want to touch that. People love her. He was like, I tore down the temples and stuff. I don't care what you do about the speeches about math and science. We just got churches now. That's fine. Okay. The philosophy and pagan stuff isn't great, but she's smart. She teaches my people. They're getting smarter. Let's let her be. Okay. So That was Theophilus. Yeah. Okay. But once Cyril, Cyril came had into a play, different idea. he would change the atmosphere of Alexandria. Mm. You see, one of the Roman elite, mm-hmm. Orestes, mm-hmm. would become the governor of the province of Egypt shortly after Cyril became his popiness. Okay. And they didn't get along. So... <laughs> Orestes enjoyed keeping religion out of government institutions, yeah. and Cyril didn't like that. Right. He wanted everyone and everything to be Christian. Okay. So the irony is that Orestes recently had converted to Christianity and had been baptized by the Archbishop of Constantinople, oh. but his compassion for other faiths and people were not okay with Cyril. Cyril's like, no. Were they different kinds of Christians? Or No, they were the same kind of Christian. Well, but... but we're the same kind of Christians having a religious war. Well, we'll get there. All right. So Cyril and the Jewish members of the city... Get it together, Christians. Come on. <laughs> Too many popes in the kitchen. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm a pope. You're a pope. I'm a pope. <laughs> I'm the pope, though. But I'm the pope. <laughs> so Cyril and the Jewish members of the city did not get along. Surprisingly, okay. right? Surprise, surprise. <laughs> so mostly because Cyril was an asshole who provoked people. The Jewish people are like, I just want to live. Sure. Uh, so... In fact, there were often shows put on by the Jewish community that would gather large crowds, and it was entertainment. Oh. Cyril would send a spy, uh, Hyrax, to figure out what was going on and how they might put a stop to said shows. So the Jewish people spotted Hyrax, Jeez. and they started a riot because they, rightfully so, claimed that he was there to provoke them. 
Good lord. So Orestes had Hyrax caught and then publicly tortured. And this would happen in a theater. Oh, cool. I'm really hoping they didn't like, sell oh, I tickets. I love the second act. Yeah. <laughs> he screamed so high there. I really believed it. Yeah. It felt like the blood was a little cartoony, though. Oh, no. So real. It just squirted everywhere. Wow. Uh, but Orestes' logic was that this would stop the riot, and then it would show his dominance over Cyril. Unfortunately, the result is it got it standing up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Cyril wasn't done yet, though. How no. Hyrax was. Yeah. He claimed that a bunch of Jewish people killed a bunch of Christians, so he used his power to kick out all the Jewish people from Alexandria. Yowza. He closed all the synagogues, and he took all their land. He's mm. like, get the fuck out. I am anti-Semitic because I'm Cyril, and I hate anyone who isn't Christian. Wow. Cyril was a dick. Yeah, sounds so, like it. Arestes wasn't able... He's self-aware, though. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to leave because I hate all Jews. Because I am a bigot. Yeah. Doesn't change the fact that I need you to leave. Hear ye, hear ye. <laughs> I am an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> That's not going to stop me from fucking you. But just know, I am a dick. Nonetheless, leave. <laughs> so Orestes wasn't able to stop this, and yeah. he wrote a big letter to the emperor complaining that Cyril had overstepped. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> He's like, Mom. I hear, I hear it as a letter to the editor. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I got printed on a scroll, and it was like... I really disapproved of the last month's article yeah. that kicked all the Jewish people out. Completely. Um, this only aggravated the situation more, however, when the emperor was like, Cyril, don't overstep your bounds. Uh -huh. So when the dust settled... Everyone's everyone's fucking boss. I know. Uh. So Cyril offered a Bible to Orestes to try to get him to accept that Cyril was in charge. So Orestes rejected the Bible. Because he's like, I'm the governor, bitch. If I've learned anything from history, don't ever outright reject a Bible. Right. So, as a result, there were some zealots in the Christian faith who viewed this rejection as heresy. Mm. A bunch of monks would show up and try to kill Orestes. Wow. Which is not very monk-like. Monks? Yeah. Fucking ninja monks. They're Fun. like, it's time to kill people because we're monks and crazy. <laughs> so, But self-aware. They almost got away with it, too, if it wasn't for those meddling kids. <laughs> <laughs> One of the monks, Ammonius, yeah, got his hood pulled off yeah. and went, oh, <laughs> you figured me out. I'm just ammonia. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, God. So Ammonius would throw a rock at Arrestus's head okay. and hit it so well that within moments he was covered in blood. Whoa. So Arrestes' bodyguards freaked out and ran away. Not good bodyguards. Ran away? Yeah, they're like, bye. Uh, so the monks closed in, oh. but then the citizens of Alexandria, I love this part, who really liked Orestes, yeah. came to his aid. Wow. And then they caught the naughty monk and the others fled. Bad monk. Yeah. Bad monk. Yeah. And then they spanked him in public. They basically did. Um, they probably traipsed him through town with a bell and naked going, shame, yeah. shame. Well, he would be tortured to death in public similar to Hyrax. <laughs> Oh, cool. It's a revival. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. I don't know. The first act in the original was so much better. <laughs> Everything gets a reboot nowadays. Yeah. When they cut off his toes, I was like, really? You couldn't think of anything else? <laughs> it was really derivative. That was so last year. <laughs> 380. Yeah. So <laughs> after Ammonius' death, uh -huh. Cyril would claim the body and place it in one of the many churches and label him a martyr. Mm -hmm. But the Christians of the city were all like, you're full of shit, Cyril. He died because he was an asshole who threw a rock, not mm. because he was Christian. So mm. don't be making him a martyr. And Cyril would be forced to shut up about it. Oh, finally. Right. But he wasn't done yet. 
No. So, all right. Assholes never are. <laughs> so we went on this long journey into the feud between Orestes and Ciro, right? We did. But we're supposed to be talking about Hypatia. I thought right? so. I okay. thought of that uh, somewhere in the middle there. So, okay. <laughs> well, Hypatia was BFFs with Orestes. Hypatia was watching the whole thing yeah. from a roof. She was eating popcorn being like, yes, you better <laughs> cut that foot off. Make him scream. So... She was like, yes, daddy. Wow. Uh, all right. So, no. Hypatia's best friends with Orestes, right? And that oh. pissed Cyril off. Okay. By this time, she was seen by many as a voice of compassion and reason in the city. We can't have that. And if she supported you, then the people supported you. Oh. Hence why the people came to Orestes' aid. Mm. So, Hypatia didn't trust Cyril because when Cyril took over after Theophilus, there was a huge fight for power, right? Mm-hmm. So, Cyril was in training to replace his uncle, Theophilus. But when the death came, all of a sudden, like he died unexpectedly, another member of the church, Timothy, tried to seize control. Okay. As a result, Cyril would punish anybody who supported Timothy, right? Okay. He took all their land and closed all of their churches. And he was like, your churches aren't good at my churches. Wow. So Hypatia was like, he's fucking crazy. Cyril's crazy. Yeah. I don't trust that asshole. Okay. She's like, Orestes is my friend. Okay. All right. Cyril and others on his team began a smear campaign against Hypatia. Okay. They accused her of corrupting Orestes and preventing him from putting Christianity first. Okay. Okay, so the crazy thing is is that everyone who hated her and wrote about her, like all the Christians and everything, mm-hmm. that said that she was like a witch and everything, right. all admit, however, that she was a super nice person and she loved <laughs> knowledge and learning and was super generous and basically an expert in being able to teach math, science, neoplatism, and, and philosophy. But they're like, she's still a witch. I'm not saying she's not nice. I'm just saying we have to kill her. Yep, basically. Well. So... As I'm sure you guessed, one thing led to another, and before long, a large mob of Christians that were ill-informed on the matter and had been lied to... (laughs) Woke uh, up in 2018. (laughs) (laughs) Too real. (laughs) Looking at you, Rust Belt. (laughs) They would be led by a lector named Peter to kill Hypatia. Okay. They would snatch her out of Who's Peter now? I don't know. There's a lot of characters in this. Yeah, keep with it. Okay. I'm I'm trying. It's like Game of Thrones. Where'd Timothy go? I miss him. Timothy's dead. Oh, shit. All right. So they would snatch her out of her carriage as she was heading home one day in March of 415 AD. Okay. And they would bring her to a church, stripped her naked, and then killed her using broken pieces of pottery. Uh, They would cut her up into a ton of pieces. You are going really fast through this. And uh, she, they cut her to death with pottery? Yes. They would cut her up into a ton of pieces. So this is like the victory of arts over sciences? Uh, Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) That's so tragic. That's so awful. So Sorry. Basically, okay, they cut shit. her up, right? And okay. some uh, historians even claim that, they, that she had her eyes cut out of her head. Okay. Then they would bring the mangled pieces of her body through the streets and outside the city and then set them on fire. Holy fuck. This was actually a common practice when there was a oh, super sure. awful criminal, like someone who raped a lot of people or someone who committed treason with a foreign government. And all right, those or a things. woman who was uh, smart and taught science. Right. Sure. Basically, they viewed it as a cleansing for the city and people. Like, Ugh. we're cleansing us of this demon kind oh, of thing. Oh, by fire. Fuck. So no one knows for sure who actually killed her, but it is believed that the men who did it were people who often took care of the sick and dying, but were also known to help protect the bishops. But not always. Yeah. (laughs) uh, Primarily, I drive for Meals on Wheels, but also I beat homeless people to death (laughs) as a hobby. So upon her death, 
people all over the Empire freaked the fuck out. Mm -hmm. Here's the reason why. Philosophers were supposed to be off limits, even in the most violent of times. Yeah. They were supposed to be like the... You know how you have like the Red the red Cross medic stuff? Like how we... In yeah. wartime, oh, you're not sure. supposed to attack medics. Right. So basically, the fact that... That was philosophers back then. Yeah. Because knowledge was important. Sure. And the fact that she was a woman, too, and beloved made it even worse. Okay. So she's like... She should have been untouchable. Sure. So an investigation... She did everything she could to be untouchable to and, men. And then she was killed. Yeah. So an investigation took place to see if Cyril should be removed, but he bribed one of the investigators and as a result got to keep his power. Okay. And Orestes would be ousted from power. Okay. Cyril would so later... So it's a happy ending. Well, we'll get there. I'm kidding. Cyril would later become a saint from his church for helping to fight for the one true faith and for his efforts in removing paganism. They murdered her and cut her into pieces and set those pieces on fire, and he's a saint. Correct. So, what is the bright side? I don't know, Jason. <laughs> what right. is the bright side? First, Hypatia... Cyril the patron saint. <laughs> fucking assholes. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best patron saint ever. He's constantly getting fucked. Yes. <laughs> Take this, Cyril, you asshole. Wow. All right. So, okay. First, okay. Hypatia was a badass, amazing woman. That's for sure. In a time in which many women weren't able to be anything more than a baby factory or a keeper of the home. Yes. She, she fucking stood by up. herself is a bright side. Yeah. But the fact that she was able to put her own life together in that kind of environment is a bright side. Epic. Yes, it's epic. So... Even after her death and removal from the public, she is remembered to this day. Yeah. That's another bright side. For sure. It's really easy in history to be forgotten, especially when men are the ones writing everything. And back then, men really didn't like strong women, so mm -hmm. they would erase them. Mm -hmm. And she could not be erased. She basically... They certainly tried. They tried. Mm. She basically stands as a leader in strong women in history who don't have any fucks to give and lived her best <laughs> life and helped many people learn. Yeah. Which is also great. She taught so many people, which... Has gotten us to where we are. Even though there have been lots of strife there, yeah. without those people having been taught and the knowledge being passed from generation to generation, we wouldn't be here today, Yeah, if you think about it. So thanks to her, yeah. she's a part... I mean, thanks to all teachers. 100%. And uh, so... I have one. Yeah? I have one. Yeah, it's kind of a future bright side. Okay. But you are going to get to play her in the movie, and that's awesome for you. Yes, I'm going to bright side I'm, for your life. It's going to be a split role with Gina Davis. That's a, <laughs> oh, you? She's going to play the older version. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're going to put prosthetics on me. You're going to be, be like, the young Hypatia, and she's going to be the older Archer Hypatia. Yeah, a total badass. We're going to change the ending. She's going to kill Cyril. I love it. All right, so here's another bright side. Yeah. Cyril had attempted to silence her and all the people who opposed him. Yep. But instead, he made her a martyr. If she had been left to die on natural of natural causes, mm -hmm. people probably would have forgotten her, like so many other powerful women in history. Interesting. That's kind of what they, a lot of historians talk about. That's because the particularly gruesome and violent, over-the-top and unjustified death, mm. she became a symbol. I see. And so basically, she for people out there, she's an inspiration to never, never stand down, even if you're not going to win. Right. And, uh, and she, she really is not, like, I had never heard of her before right. this, this day, but Sylvia, yeah. who is a, also a badass woman, yes. you know, had and actually really looks up to her and is inspired by her. Right. And it, in fact, that's, I'm going to lead into that too. Oh, great. To this day, women all over the world are learning about her and are being inspired by her fearlessness and ability to thrive in a world dominated by men. Mm -hmm. And she has become a symbol for feminists, pagans, and atheists. Yep. 
and across the world. Yep. And I mean, those are super. And that specific. is a fun party. Yeah, I want to be at that party. That's a great party. Yeah, I'm. I'm sure Wiccans also love her. Like it's. That's even even better party. Sure, you're not sure Wiccans do anything. I love Wiccans. You have no idea what I Wiccanism is. I love Wiccanism. <laughs> uh, so it's not even a thing. It's called Wicca. Yeah. <laughs> that was a trap. You failed. I failed. You know nothing about Wicca. Whatever. I'm Hypatia. Wicca, Wicca, I'm beautiful. And I can teach you anything <gasps> except about Wicca. You're hired. <laughs> well, the final thing is her works. <laughs> <laughs> I can't teach you about Wicca because... I deal with reality. Ha <laughs> ha, Wicca burn. <laughs> I deal in maths. <laughs> so, all of them. All of them. And science. Just the one. The one. <laughs> so her works would later be expanded upon uh-huh. uh, and used to further science and math. Oh, good. There were commentaries on her commentaries of yeah. work, other well, people's works? Actually, yeah. And, I, and, I and to this day, philosophers consider her to be a person who had such great brains and was such an amazing teacher and got and really knew philosophy. Uh-huh. So she's basically the badass bitch that we all should have been taught about in school, mm-hmm. but schools don't know about her yet, and I hope that they'll learn and they'll teach about her. She was the ideal person. Yeah. We did it. Yeah. Humanity. Uh, let's stop now, because there's no point anymore, because we, did, we did one. We fucked it up. We did the ideal person, okay? We killed her to death, <laughs> and then burned the parts of her, so... You know, that's on us. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, why do you got to burn it? She's cut up. It's not like she can regenerate. It's cleansing fire, okay? <laughs> it's not cleansing, let it sit there and be eaten by flies, is yeah. it? <laughs> I think the flies still come eat the charred remains. I don't we'll know. Burn them too. Oh. So, yeah. So, that's a, I, I wanted to send my love to strong women all over the world and tell women out there, you rock. Don't let men stifle you. Jason, uh, who are the uh, strong, wonderful women in your life? Uh, my sister Melanie, mm-hmm. my mom Suze, all of my friends and family who are, there's tons of women. I can't name them all. They're yeah. just, but basically, you know, like I got taught by a lot of women yep, over the years. My, and my mother, my aunts, my sister, my niece, yeah, my cousin. Uh, yeah. They're all amazing people. And yes. it's, it's, and all of my incredible women friends. <laughs> yeah. Kamala Harris. Sure. My good friend Kamala. <laughs> Sure. I want to be friends with her. I she want like to be friends so with Gina Davis, fun. but I'm not. We can be friends with her. If she Gina Davis know. wants to come in here, I will kick Jason out. What? Of his own house. No. And do the show with you. We can do it all together. Oh, that's a great idea. Let's do that. <laughs> come Instead, be on our show, Gina Davis. Did I just drive myself over the cliff accidentally? Yeah. <laughs> Alone? <laughs> all by yourself. <laughs> Uh, this is great. Thank you, Jason. What a good topic. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Hypatia. Thank you, Sylvia. Being a badass. Thank you, Sylvia, for bringing us the uh, topic. Yeah. And thanks, everybody, for listening. Yeah. And so, yeah, we will be back next week with our Christmas episode. Ho, ho, ho. See you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Papa, can you hear me? Yes! Keep it down! We hope you've liked this episode of The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. If you did, please throw us some stars and give us a review on iTunes. It really helps others find the show. And if you didn't, just keep it to yourself or tell your diary. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram, at BrightsideKandJ, and on Facebook at The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. All our past episodes are also streaming on our website, www.thebrightsidewithkevinandjason.com. Until next week, don't forget to look look on on the the bright side. side.